microphone warning before we begin the episode. Blaine is a bit loud. Uh, just to warn everybody, my brother is here with me and he is pretty loud. Uh, we were going over that as as I was editing, I did notice he was very loud and I figured it'd be best to warn you guys. Uh, we talk about Home Alone and we have a nice time. Enjoy! OIP headphone users. Hello, everybody. My name is Ella Arns. My name is Blaine Arns. Alright, Blaine, you need to back up a little bit. I, I know I said to be close, but that's a bit loud. This is Pen and Popcorn. I can see that. Yeah, and if you can't tell, we have a special guest on tonight. There is no Derek. This is a holiday episode. I'm actually home with my family for Christmas and New Year's, I guess. I'm home for the holidays uh, with my family. So... Instead of having Derek and trying to figure out how to do this when we're in two different states, uh, Derek has given me the go-ahead to do this, like, and I've given him the go-ahead if he wants to record one while he's home too, uh, to record with people other than our co-host. Such as the annoying younger brother. Absolutely. You might want to be a bit farther away or talk a bit quieter, because notice how I'm not talking as loud as you are? Yeah... Yeah, my brother's a little loud and he still does not understand how the microphone works. This is the second time we're trying to record this episode, strictly because we didn't have the microphone set up. So. My, my voice lines are going to be so microwaved at the beginning. Oh yes, I, I will put... I'm going to record a special little bit and I'm going to multi-wave this project and I'm going to put a little content warning at the start. R.I.P. headphone users, I am sorry. You just did it again. Back <laughs> Careful, you're last time. You're... Also, for people wondering why there's sudden drop in audio quality, uh, this is actually, I now have a personal recording set up. This is the first time I'm using it. We're working out the kinks, I promise. We literally just, I'm literally messing with everything, trying to get everything figured out now. Uh, but I think we have good mic settings. I know I have good headphone settings now. I'm not killing my ears every time, I'm pretty sure. So, yes. So then, introduce the movie. The movie today is Home Alone. Yes. And we are having a bit of a Christmas debate before we, when we were picking the movie for this episode. If it takes place during Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. But you've heard my brother's opinion on this topic now, apparently. He wanted to do The Princess Bride. I don't think that's a Christmas movie, and I, I told him limit it to Christmas stuff. It's a good movie, and it takes place during Christmas. My limit for a Christmas movie is Christmas has to some way or form be involved in the plot. Yes, I know that means my, def my definition of a Christmas movie. Actually, you know what? My definition for a holiday movie is um, any movie that has the holiday as part of the main plot or that is relevant in some way to the plot. Stop messing with that. Fine. This is a temporary mic stand. Stop it. Because <laughs> they can hear everything. I'm pretty sure they could hear mom cough down there. So yeah, any background noises you hear, we're just in like a little home office that's not soundproofed. We're really sorry for the bad audio quality in this episode. Completely. I'm so Poor sorry. Soy Stop it. <laughs> Or I will go get mom and we will do a homework episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, back to, back to the task at hand. So, I'm asking you, is The Princess Bride a Christmas movie? Because I don't think so. Because our... Blaine told me if I'm considering, uh... If I'm considering... Die Hard a Christmas movie, then I have to consider The Princess Bride. 
It's, no. Die Hard, it's actually relevant to the plot. I thought about making you watch Die Hard for this. It isn't, but okay. It actually is because it involves a Christmas party. Change it to any other holiday party. Bam. It's a different holiday movie entirely. Yeah, that's how my system works. That... Now, that's shush. Boo. So we're doing Home Alone. I'm going to do a quick plot run through. And then we're going to go to the money bit. A.K.A. the history section. Where we just talk about the money, apparently. I'm, I think we maybe changed that to the money section. How much did this make? So, yes. Quick plot for Home Alone. Everyone's seen Home Alone, but just a quick run through. Basically, In case you're a World War II ghost. Nice. Nice joke. A little close to the mic, but I'll, I'll, let, it, I'll let it slide on that one. So, basically, uh, the McAllister family is going to Paris for Christmas. Uh, they're all... But beforehand, they're all staying the night in Chicago at Kevin's parents' house. Uh, and all of his cousins are there, and, like, his cousins and his siblings aren't very nice to him, especially his older brother. Uh, there's an incident with dinner uh, where Kevin gets in a fight with his older brother, and is subsequently... And in that fight, his plane ticket is destroyed, and he's sent to the, he's sent to the attic for the night. Uh, there's a power outage in the middle of the night, because it's Chicago, in the 90s, in the winter something's gonna happen and they end up almost being late so they're rushing out of the house some miscounting happens and they miss that the fact they miss the fact that they left Kevin because Kevin's still sleeping so then uh, Kevin wakes up and earlier and the night before Kevin had wished his family would disappear because he was really mad at them because that's what you do in a 90s movie you wish your family would disappear and in other 90s films that wish comes true in a very bad way. Yes. <clears throat> Godfather. What? Ignore what my brother just said. <laughs> Stop. Going back to the plot, uh, Kevin is really overjoyed, and then he gets scared by his neighbor, Old Man Marley, who is a rumored serial killer, because that's something that could happen in the 90s. You could live next to a serial killer and not know it. I guess that's still something that could happen today, but, like, there wouldn't be a rumor that they're a serial killer. They would be a serial killer. If they if they were a serial killer, like, the police would be on it, but this, I guess this is the 90s, so police aren't really on it. And so... In the 90s, you could shoot your name into a wall with bullets, and they wouldn't be able to know it was you. I, I think you're thinking the wrong time period, but close enough. And so, uh... Basically, their home is then targeted by the wet bandits. Basically, the burglars who break into empty houses, and I think they fill their drains and flood their house, and that's why they have their name? Uh, no, it's because they... It's because they do clog drains, but they just, like... They break your plumbing, because they're also a plumbing business. So that then they can get money for fixing your drains, which they broke. I don't think that's right, but whatever. No, it is. I remember this. Harry and Marv, I'm so sorry for what is about to happen to you. So basically, Kevin then convinces them that the family actually is home. They're not on vacation. Uh, and then halfway to Paris, Kevin's mom is like, oh no, we left Kevin. That's what I've been, that's the nagging feeling I've been left behind, like... How do you not do a Oh my god! We miss Kevin! That definitely spiked. <laughs> that spiked so hard. 
to know I am like a full inch away from You're the like microphone. You're like a foot away from the mic, and that's how loud you are. Like, microphone voice, please lower your tone. This is not inside voice. This is quiet voice. The microphone set to max. I'll let you know if you're being too quiet. But you can't. You can be too loud, and I'll let you know if you're too quiet. Okay. So, then basically they get to Paris and they're like. I did not mean to do that. Blaine just not about knocked over the microphone. I guess the microphone is a bit top heavy, so we're just gonna lower the microphone a bit more. Never mind. I'm. We're gonna put the microphone down and move the microphone box over, and it'll be what it is. Yes, I know. My technical curse is back. <laughs> that's a, that's an actual joke we have. Every episode we have technical difficulties. Heck, there's even technical difficulties in one of my class final projects. And I was sitting in front row and I told and I was joking with the teacher. I was like, maybe it's me. And he was like, what do you mean? No, it wouldn't. I was like, oh, every episode of the podcast we record, we have technical difficulties. Do, do, and he's do, like, do, maybe do. it is you. And I'm like, oh, I'll get up. He's like, oh, I can, does that excuse me from being here? <laughs> And then it started working right as I tried to be like, can I get out of this? Can I get out of having to sit and listen? So now, so, they're stuck in Chicago and the phone lines are down. Or they're stuck in Paris and the phone lines are down in Chicago. Oh no, they can't get a hold of Kevin. Great. So they're staying at some family member's apartment in Paris. They're totally scared. Kevin's mom actually gets a flight to Pennsylvania and is going to book it, I think, by car to Chicago. Because that's what a mother does or in no, the 90s. Sorry. According to the wiki, he, she hears a member of a traveling polka band say they're going to Chicago, so she hitchhikes to Chicago. Again, something you could only do in the 90s. Because God knows how far a mother would go when their child is in danger. Why? I don't think there are many mothers today who would hitchhike to get to their children. In the 90s. Yes, in the 90s. In the 90s you could hitchhike. Now you can't because you will die. You will be murdered by said serial killer neighbor. <laughs> yeah, so uh, on Christmas Eve they actually realize that it's empty uh, and they're going to break into the house. And so Kevin is... Uh, was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, every trap was being set by that damn kid. Hey, try and keep it semi-friendly. This gets put on their radio's website. Yeah, that's why I said a lesser one. I still think that might be in the FCC uh, words to not say, but I'll let it slide as a first-time guest. I'm a Percy Jackson fan. I meant Dam as in Hoover Dam. Whatever. Okay. So basically, well, no. He he goes to he goes to a local Santa and asks Santa to bring him back to bring his family back. Uh, he goes and watches a choir performance. Uh, Marley disproves all the rumors. Uh, and talks about how she, he can't see his granddaughter because he's estranged with his children. And Kevin's like, maybe you should try and reconcile this. Because that's something you could do. You could reconcile with your estranged family members in the night. That's going to be the main joke of this. That's going to be the main bit of the episode. Is It's the 90s. It's the 90s. So then basically Kevin returns home and booby traps the house. Oh. Theory corner. Kevin McAllister becomes Jigsaw. 
<laughs> it's a popular meme. Uh, I see it all the time. Everyone's like, the Jigsaw Killer definitely was Kevin McAllister as a child. That's the precursor. Look at that man's traps and look at Kevin McAllister. That was a man waiting. I find that really funny. And in my tiny little headcanon connected universe, that is totally true. Breaking news from the 1990s media. Local child Kevin McAllister has murdered two guys by setting them on fire during Christmas Eve. I am terrified of this small child that's probably possessed by Satan. You sounded like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> so then basically, um... <laughs> Harry and Marlboro rest on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day comes... Kevin thinks his family is still gone, but then his mom shows up. Uh, and then the rest of the family gets back. Kevin doesn't say anything about the house almost being robbed. Because it's not important. It, it would have been important for the sequel, but we'll get into the sequel maybe so, maybe next year. Okay, so to the num. Let's go... Oh, I can't say that. That's probably copyrighted. How much did it win the game of capitalism? Ooh. The dog's too on my thing. We'll have to get some electrical tape. It'll be fine. I, just, I also Ow. don't take care of my stuff. It could just be from wear and tear. Oh, well. I'll probably just have to get another one. Who cares? <sighs> Shush. Let's get to the numbers. How much do you think this movie made in total? I unplugged my computer. Go plug it back in. Well, um, considering it's like, what, 90? When did this movie come out again? 1990. Okay, so it's the 90s. Money costs, money is worth more than it is now because inflation. Yes. So, um, I'll say about $3 million. Higher. 7.5 million dollars. Dude, I'm pretty sure most box offices now get over 3 mil. Oh, God. Ow, my knees. <laughs> We're sitting on the floor. We have no chairs. I'm laying down. Yes, because you're a nerd. So, actually, do you want to take one final stab before I give the actual number? A billion. Well, that's actually a lot lower. Uh, <coughs> what? So this movie had a budget, mind you. It took them about eighteen million dollars to make this movie. It's world. It grossed worldwide. It made worldwide four hundred seventy-six point seven million dollars. And you said one billion was low-balling it. No, I said way lower than one than one billion. Oh. It's like 500,000 okay. too high. So, in total, it won the game of capitalism. Yes, so it was nominated for a whole bunch of awards. Uh, it actually, in the American Comedy Awards, uh, Magalki Culkin? Macaulay Culkin? That. Kevin's actor, he won Funniest Actor in a Motion Picture. I like that. I really want to find that. Um, it was basically it was nominated for a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, won some, it didn't. It was nominated for a whole bunch. Uh, actually, this year, it was inducted into the what was? 
Give me one second. I gotta scroll up to find it because it was actually, uh, it was put in the Library of Congress this year. So, I'm sorry for the little bit. I'm picking up the mic to get a bit better quality. In 2023, it was selected for preservation by the National Film Registry, and it is now in the Library of Congress as culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Which is all three, because if you asked someone nowadays of any age over the age of, like, 15, you know what, though, at 13, what would happen if someone tried to break into the house but they knew ahead of time, I'm pretty sure most of them would simply say, I had Kevin. Yep. So, um, apparently there was an accusation of plagiarism against uh, Home Alone. What? So there is a film... In 1989, it was a French horror film. Um, I, I guess it's called 3615 Code of Pierre Noel. It is about a young boy home alone with his, his elderly grandfather, and he has to fight off a home invader dressed as Santa Claus. People say it's very similar. Uh... They, they said it could be plagiarism. So, actually, it wasn't even released in the U.S. during its original run, and it did not become widely available in tw- until 2018. Yeah, I Also, there's a lot of differences. Such as Kevin is home alone. Like, he's complete... The grandfather figure? It's actually, for one, a man that Kevin doesn't talk to for most of the movie. And is actively terrified of. Yes. Uh, there's multiple bandits instead of just one. And they don't dress up as Santa Claus. They actually dress up as a police officer for the first bit. But then other than that, no. And I haven't seen the movie, so I doubt there's multiple traps that could probably kill a grown man in that movie. But again, it is a horror movie. And it is French, so who knows. The French terrify me. So there are some nice references in media... Apparently, in the music video for Snoop Dogg's 1994 Gin and Juice, uh, his parents leave him home alone, and he yells like Kevin McAllister does, and then a title card comes on saying, Home, Homeboy Alone. <laughs> uh, apparently, there is a... There's a web series called DRYVRS, and McCul- and Culkin actually reprises his role as Kevin McAllister, but as an adult, to talk about the the, the events, and then he event. uses his tactics against an in, like someone who I don't know. Uh, I guess, and then other people did that as well. Uh, a 2016 Christmas set horror film, Better Watch Out, uh, includes a scene with a character who's obsessed from Home Alone, and demonstrates how it would be deadly for s- how the pa- the paint can trap would be deadly. Um, in season 13, 
in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it is a direct parody of the first Home Alone film. That it actually happens during the Super Bowl, though. Uh, and then in in 2018, again in, on December 15th, Culkin made a guest appearance on the Angry Video Game Nerd uh, to review multiple video game adaptations of the first two Home Alone movies. Uh, and again in 2018, on December 19th, he reprised his role in a 60-second advertisement for Google titled Home Alone Again, which is a parody. Um, and in the 2020 action film Violent Night, it references Home Alone a bunch, I guess. Which, I can see that. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. It, it's kind of the opposite of that French one. Santa Claus breaks into a house to save a child. So, um, there actually was recently a film released, uh, two years ago, called Sweet Home Alone, Home Sweet Home Alone, which is, like, a fourth one. The actor for Buzz, uh, actually reprises his role, and he's a security guard, and Kevin McAllister is his own security company. Or no, Buzz is a police officer, yeah, I guess. Buzz is a police officer. So, we've now finished... Kevin has his own home security company. Yes. And it's about a doll. I'm turning down the microphone a bit. That's probably a good idea. So, uh... Actually, we've both been spiking a bit, I think. Whoops. Oh, this video's gonna be microwaved longer than a 50-year-old potato that's still somehow not bad. So, uh, now it is the po I'm gonna quiet down too, because I guess I've been getting a bit loud. Whoops, I normally have Derek here to reel me in, but I don't. Instead, you have someone who's gonna reel you out a lot more. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Derek. This is such bad quality. <laughs> ah, joking and laughing. So let's get into our thoughts for the movie. You go as my not so esteemed guest today. <laughs> that was absolutely disgusting. I don't know what that was. That was absolutely disgusting. I don't know what that was. You get to go first. Thoughts on the movie? Yes. It's a good classic Christmas movie that I totally would not wish to replicate. Yes, I do. I really wanna to I really wanna do some messed up stuff. Yeah, so that's your okay. So this uh, this is gonna be a pretty short episode because it's Christmas and it's almost dinner time. I want food. Same. Of course. So my thoughts are it's iconic. Loved it. Loved watching it again. It's just for Christmas. Is it still going? Yes, it is. Okay. Blaine is very confused by audition, which is what we're using this episode. We don't normally use audition. Okay, but like, it's the... I don't know. Yeah. You can tell them here it's still running. There's a small little number right there. That's basically invisible. 
<laughs> yes. So, I liked it. I think it's iconic. Uh, I have to watch the latest one. I know I do, but whatever. I know I promised a Hallmark episode, but nobody wants to watch Hallmark episodes with me, and I don't think I didn't think I could convince my mom. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Maybe we'll do some New Year's Eve ones. Please God, no. <laughs> yeah. You see. So yes. But no. Thank you guys for tuning in to a special holiday edition of Pen and Popcorn with Ella Arns and Blaine Arns. Yes, with me and my my little brother, the one you guys hear about all the time. Yep. I'm the chaotic one. So yes, uh, have a good evening, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy whatever you celebrate around this time of year. Uh, I hope you guys all got the, if you guys do receive gifts, because I, I know not all cultures do, I guess. Um, I hope you got what you wanted. Uh, I hope everybody has a nice time. Peace, Merry, be Merry, spread peace. Because this is just, it's the holidays. Be nice to each other, be nice to everybody around you. Try and show compassion and care, and have a wonderful night. Goodbye. Peace.